0: Hello young world, welcome to episode 20 of Things to Keep in Mind. I'm your host A.E. Charles and today on the podcast we have our first woman guest Stephanie Fitzpatrick who is a good friend of mine. I did college radio with her back in the day and it's a pleasure to have her on to talk about none other than relationships and love in this current day and age, and we just talk about, you know, dating and all that goes into that and just getting to know someone. Um, It's a really great conversation. I really enjoy having it with her, Uh, so definitely stay tuned for that, but before we get into that, you know I gotta set the mood, right, and play a little music for you guys, so the next thing you'll hear is me and my boy Chris Hovers. Song Need Your Love off of our EP Love These Days that we put out back in February on Valentine's Day, which is out now on all streaming platforms. Make sure you go check that out and tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, So sit back and relax. Again, you're listening to Things to Keep in Mind.
1: This one is for girl that I adore, you know who you are, yeah, she don't want my money, she just want my time, I would give you the world, baby girl, on the drop of a dime, she just need my love right here, right now. I just need your love right here, right now I just need your love right here, right now You know you got it, it's yours Yeah, you got it for sure Uh Yeah You know you got it for sure I
0: just wanna give you more I wanna show you the world uh, So we can both go and explore No door, I'll take you to shop Sephora Taking trips to board, board. Make okay. sure that you know you are important To me I know it ain't all about money, as long as you having a good time, and I'm telling you something funny, make you shine so sunny, girl you fine, you yummy, your graceful way is so lovely, and I love that you trust me, damn I feel so lucky, feels good that you love me, uh, she
1: don't want my money, she just want my time, she just want my time, I would She just need my love right here, right now I just need your love right here, right now I just need your love right here, right now You know you got it, it's yours Yeah, you got it for sure Yeah She don't want money, she just want time She just want love, yeah, yeah, she want mine She don't need money, she just need time yeah she need love yeah yeah she need my yeah she need yeah my yeah she need she need my yeah oh my yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 this for all the lovers This for all the lovers I love you
0: Hello, young world Welcome to another episode of Things to Keep in Mind. I am your host, A.E. Charles, a.k.a. Zell. And today I have a special guest, a good friend of mine, Stephanie Fitzpatrick. Hey. How's everything going?
2: Everything is good. Everything is good. I'm in D.C. right now. Uh, Yeah,
0: thanks for... Coming up here and
2: joining me. Yeah. So, uh, for those of y'all who don't know me, um, my name is Stephanie Fitzpatrick. Um, I go by Fitzy or Fitz or whatever it is that you feel comfortable calling me. I'll also go by Stephanie, but um, I'm in DC right now. I'm a flight attendant. So, I had a layover. Uh, Zell asked me to come join, like, and, you know, be a guest of his podcast. So, here I am, and I'm really glad to be here. Great city.
0: Yeah, it is. Like, it really. Like at first, it took me a little while to adjust to it a little bit. Yeah. Cause like I just had to get adjusted to like taking the metro, like places and like doing more. Well, I don't really mind walking, but it's really more so like the public transportation part. Yeah. But once I got used to it, like I really grew on me because I got to, I guess like see the experience the city from like a different like perspective. Right. Before I was used to experience the city in a car. Now I, I experience the city like through public transportation and walking. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of cool.
2: That is cool. Um I was actually based in New York City for about 7 months. Okay. Um with my company as a flight attendant and yeah, I mean it's so different. You really have to time things out a little bit differently. Yes. You it's know, all about time. <laughs> Atlanta Um, I mean, you can just, you know, you hop in your car, it's 30 minutes, you know, you might run into a little bit of traffic, but I mean, you just kind of know what to expect with public transportation. Like you have to time out like the walk and then there's waiting on the train and And delays.
0: You got to factor in delays.
2: Delays. I mean, don't try to get to Newark, New Jersey at 7am and you can't leave New York at
1: 4am and get
2: there by 7 you'll get there at like seven fifteen. I mean <laughs> you gotta like Q fifty four to Penn Station and then Penn Station to wherever and it's you know, at five o'clock in the morning. I mean, it's coming every thirty minutes, it's not every five to seven. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's something that you definitely have to plan out. And you have to like be cool with carrying your groceries a few yeah, blocks. That too. Um I'm not gonna lie, that wasn't for me. So <laughs>
0: nah that's not for me I'm, I'm, luckily, <laughs> luckily enough my roommate has a car so that that's perfect that's but, that's nice but yeah like you def like timing is everything and yeah. that's one thing like in, in georgia it's like you just hop in your car you can go wherever like time it's, you're not so constrained to like the timing yeah here it's all about time so it's like i'll have friends come visit me and i'm just like yeah we gotta make these moves now right before that, it gets too late and you know <laughs> right like you
2: in new york or a big city i mean I'm, I'm sure even in dc i haven't spent too much time here but definitely in new york like if you want a full day you have to start your day at 8 a.m
0: yeah you gotta start early the earlier the better especially yeah. like now when the sun sets a little earlier yeah yeah because like by the time it gets dark it's like I don't know. Your whole mood just changes. Yes. It's just like, yeah, I'm just going to stay inside. So when people
2: talk about, you know, the South being slow versus, mm-hmm. you know, bigger metropolis cities like New York, D.C., Chicago, you're like, they're so much more fast-paced. And it's like, you have to be. Yeah. You have to be fast-paced. It's the lifestyle. It's just the lifestyles mm-hmm. different. But I mean, it is cool. I mean, right now we're in Georgetown. Um, this well, is Well,
0: so this is actually... Consider DuPont. Okay. Georgetown is actually like a little ways up. up okay. The yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But cool. yeah, they're like neighboring, like neighborhoods. Yeah.
2: Like, like Avondale Estates and Decatur.
0: Ba- basically. <laughs> basically, yeah. Because like a lot of people will say, because like, do you consider yourself living in Decatur or would you say it's Avondale Estates?
2: So I consider that I, I mean, if we're going off of technicalities, Avondale mm-hmm. Estates, but when people ask me, I say Decatur, okay. I do all of my grocery shopping everything that i do to like live basically <laughs> is in Decatur. So okay. it's kind of like Decatur is the bigger city, Avondale Estates is like its own it's like you know Pine Lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in yeah. Stone Mountain. Yeah. So it's a Pine Lake community, yeah. but it's still in Stone Mountain, but Pine Lake yeah. has its own like PO box and uh-huh. um it has its own little city yeah. uh it's like Nail a city center. within a city. It's a city within a city. Yeah. So that's basically what Avondale Estates is. Like, okay. I live like in the tiny city. So my address is Avondale Estates, but I mean I live in Decatur. In Decatur, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah cl- we have I'm a close. lot of those. Like,
0: cause even in Stone <laughs> Mountain, like we're, we're 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 both from. Like, you have Redan. Like you said, you got Pine Lake. Like, but it's all still like Stone Mountain. Yeah. So yeah yeah it gets it gets interesting actually they have a lot of that out here really yeah there's like a lot of like little like neighborhoods basically like you got georgetown you got dupont you got foggy bottom okay Um, that's where i went to school uh that's where gw is is in foggy bottom but um yeah like even where i live now is it's northeast dc but i forgot what's the name of it it's like they have like a like a name for like the neighborhood and like some people go by that name, but then some people will just be like Northeast. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But um, yeah. So welcome to DC. I'm happy. Yes. I'm happy we were able to meet up.
2: For sure, I'm happy um, to
0: be here. This is this your, this is not your first time, right?
2: It's not my first time. Um, I was in DC maybe about a year and a half ago. Okay. Um, I didn't do anything though. I was really wanting to go see the Capitol, but. Uh, there were, like, writings, like the Charlottesville riots. Oh, that's
0: right. So that's right, that's I right. I remember like, when you came that time. Yeah, I yeah. think
2: I'm just going to stay. Which
0: I was actually happy that you said that because I was not trying to come to the city that day because of all that. Yeah. Yeah, you just there don't want to be around all that.
2: Too much going on. Oh so yeah. I think I'm just going to hang out. Which
0: is, like, a pretty much a theme in, in D.C. There's always one of those type of protests going on.
2: Yeah, well, I think it's just the climate of yeah. the city itself. Um, it kind of, you know, makes sense. Yeah, it does. You it know?
0: does, yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, like I was telling you earlier, the my whole thing for the podcast this season has been just about love and, like, relationships uh-huh. and, like, different aspects of love, like self-love, um, love from others, mm-hmm. how love makes you feel, all those types of things. So I, I've been asking people a general question, like, um, do you think it's possible to obtain love in this generation, and if so, um what do you think is the best way to go about that when seeking love?
2: Um, this generation i don't I think so mm-hmm. I think love is always attainable yeah um regardless of what generation you're in mm-hmm. I mean People were probably asking themselves this in the '40s during World War II. They're like, "Is love attainable when Johnny is away at war?" Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because
0: I mean, like, that's like long distance. That's a whole nother.
2: Right. Like, (laughs) I, you know, it's it's casual. You know, I live in New York. He's in Germany right now. We're just kind of taking things a little slow.
0: (laughs) Um, That was before like cell phones and all that. You had to write letters.
2: You had to like, you know, send it by horse or like. (laughs) <laughs> well, I think Pony Express had like died by that time yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know like getting something to somebody took a while yeah now definitely took have... a while
0: and, and you just also couldn't like pick up the phone and call like it was different yeah back then yeah. And,
2: and even now like in the 70s it was like we think about it and we're like that must have been difficult because you had to pick up and actually call somebody yeah. and they didn't have um you know voicemail not voice. What did they voicemail? I don't even
0: think voicemail existed back then.
2: Not in the '70s, but they didn't start until like the '80s. Yeah, yeah. But they had like a, you know, you had to like go home and like press play on like a tape player. Or yeah, something yeah. To like yeah, get yeah, your messages. Sure. Uh huh. And now everything is just so instantaneous. Yeah. And so all digital, right? It's all digital, and it's really funny because, you know. Well, go to this is kind of back up to what I was saying. You know, people, they, we might think that, oh, well, it was hard in the 70s because they had to, um, you know, go home and actually physically call somebody during like their busy day. And then, you know, they think that we have it a little bit easier because we have texting, we have yeah. phone, we have everything. Yeah. We have zero limits. But I think every generation kind of, Faces their own challenges. I totally agree. um, When it comes to finding love, so I don't think that it's this generation specifically that is, you know, not able to function properly in relationships. Um, I think millennials have a really bad, uh, you know, reputation Mm. when it comes to relationships because we have so many choices. Mm, That's Um, a good point. You know, it's the paradox of choice. Mm-hmm. You know, you have all these options, and it's great, and they're all click, click of your fingertips. Yeah. Dating apps, several dating apps that fit your specific needs. Uh-huh. Um, there's, you know, Facebook. There's, you know, all this social media, you know, sliding into the DMs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: um,
2: there's so many great ways to get in touch with somebody. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if one thing doesn't work out, you have a million other choices. That's true. And so I think while that can be a good thing, I think it can also be a little bit of a bad thing because Mm -hmm. as humans, I think we want somebody to fulfill all of our needs. Yeah,
0: that's true. We're never satisfied.
2: Never satisfied. You know, yeah, well, they're attractive and we are compatible on a practical level, but should there be more chemistry? Well, me and this person have a ton of chemistry, but we two different religions or yeah. we're long distance. It's always something. It's yeah. always something.
0: Yeah.
2: And you're like, well, I could have it all and I could continue looking instead of settling for good. I could mm. maybe get great mm-hmm. and I can just get it at a click of a button. Um, but I don't think that that means, because we're running into that specific issue, that it's unattainable for us. Yeah. I actually think that we are better off than our parents' generations or generations before. Okay, elaborate
0: more. I'm curious about that. So,
2: I don't know if you're familiar with this whole, like, healing, like, self-love movement. Oh, yeah, for sure. That we're kind of going through right now. Like the
0: mental health. Mental health. Heal your traumas. Uh Like,
2: I follow a good bit of those um, Instagram pages. Actually, I follow, like... lot of them okay Um, okay. (laughs) they're just very interesting to me um because i went through a pretty toxic and you know manipulative controlling relationship um my mom i don't think i've ever seen a healthy relationship Mm. um and so for me it's just interesting because i just want to know what that's like. And I think a lot of us have seen that we have a pretty high divorce rate, Yeah, you know, 50%. Um, that's a really big number. It's yeah. not like, you know, 14%. And I feel like
0: because of that, I was just, I, I was talking to one of my other friends the other day on the podcast. And because of that, a lot of people like live in fear mm-hmm. or like have trust issues, like, you know, about like, you know, people cheating on them or just whatever the case may be. And I feel like that's like a real big thing. Out there, and I don't know how we could really move past that, because like if you already are doubting somebody from the start or like if you always just question everything even after like you've known them for a while, it's like that's not really on them anymore, yeah. it's more so like something about you that you have to heal on your own.
2: I agree, and I think we um are kind of maybe we're just. Being a little bit more careful.
0: Yeah, I, I would definitely say so. Yeah.
2: When choosing our life partner, I think um, a lot of these, and I, I don't know, I bring up these, you know, Instagram accounts and you know, YouTube personalities that do a lot of talk about healing and trauma and you know, finding the right relationship and being authentic, um, because that's a resource that our parents just didn't have.
0: Yeah, they definitely did not.
2: I think that's such an advantage, um, that we carry, mm. um, this generation is we have a lot more resources. Yeah. Um, I think that we, since we have like such a high divorce rate, we're just, like I said, we're just more careful, mm. um, of who we, you know, pick as partners. Mm. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, I think, um,
0: but do you think that also makes us like maybe a little too picky?
2: Sometimes, yeah,
0: sometimes we, can, we so. can
2: be a little too picky, yeah. for sure. Um, I don't have all the answers. Yeah, um, me <laughs> I wish I could continue to elaborate and say, and then you know we'll all find love. Some of us might not.
0: Yeah, and that's the harsh reality, you know. And and that's the thing. I feel like at the end of the day, you have to be okay with that, and you have to be you have to be okay with all. Outcomes, like, regardless. Like, I was just talking to my friends, Derek and Angela, yesterday about just like how, like, I feel like instead of like just looking f- for like from love from other people, we should try to look for love within. Yeah. Like, self love. Like, if you find that first, even if you get with somebody or if you don't or if you get with them and it doesn't work out, you'll still be okay because you know at the end of the day, you love yourself.
2: Right. Um, And I think also when it comes to self-love, I know they always say like, if you don't love you, then no one else can. Yeah. I don't think that that's true. Oh, okay. So I, you know, I took a break from dating for about a year and a half. Okay. Um, Just wasn't on really any apps. Mm -hmm. I would get on apps and maybe go on a few dates, Mm -hmm. but I was never really truly interested in anybody mm-hmm. didn't really feel like I had that much of a connection with them which was fine
0: and what led you to to making this decision
2: um so I you know got out of a like I said I'd gotten out of a relationship, a pretty toxic relationship about oh right now it's been almost three years okay. ago um, and I immediately jumped into a hookup situation, mm, okay. uh, with a guy in Atlanta, um, just because I was like, you know, I was having sex with the same person
0: yeah. <laughs> for yeah.
2: dude, out of years. I was like you're hot and you're hot and you're hot. You know how, uh-huh, like, you yeah, know how yeah. it's like when you get out of a relationship, you're just like, the thirst is just so real. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know. I just wanted to experiment a little. Things, a yeah. Experience different things. Mm-hmm. You know, we had started dating when I was 23. Oh, yeah, And know. I was 25 yeah. when we broke up. And okay. we were like serious, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Like we were serious, serious. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, you know, we ended up in um, kind of like a situationship and... I, he was very like emotionally unavailable, um, but he was emotionally unavailable. The reason why I kept kind of going back to him cause you know, we would been, we had kind of been on and off with each other for about two years oh, and wow. we had just, I saw him back in October Okay. and that was the last time I've seen him, spoken to him. I was just kind of not...
0: Yeah, you're not feeling it anymore. Not
2: feeling it anymore. It was just kind of just too much, you know, yeah. like getting together. Then he would ghost me for like several months. Yeah. and then It didn't
0: make up. you like feel good, right? And it didn't make me feel good. Yeah. I think
2: it was just like that simple. It just didn't make me feel good. Yeah. It wasn't
0: like really adding anything to your life. Nothing. Yeah.
2: It wasn't. And I think um, up until that point in October... I was I don't I really just don't really know where my headspace was at. Mm-hmm. Um I started going to therapy about a year ago. Oh nice. So I've been going to therapy consistently for a year. Okay.
0: And, now and how has that like changed like your, your life?
2: Um it's been good because uh just sort of talking through my issues Mm -hmm. with myself and my self-esteem or in lack thereof sometimes Um, and I mean for a really long time I've always kind of lacked a lot of confidence Mm -hmm. Um, and so when you place that in a dating situation Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily that people aren't able to love you I think it's just you choose the wrong people yeah. and you stick with the wrong people I agree. because you don't, you're not secure by yourself. Mm-hmm. So you, um, like subconsciously you choose people that are emotionally unavailable. You're emotionally unavailable. Mm, so, so it's
0: like you, 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 you would, it's like the law of attraction, basically
2: law of attraction, a lot of mirroring, uh-huh. a lot of like, you know, if I were emotionally unavailable, I would not be comfortable with dating a secure partner. That's Somebody Wow, Somebody yeah. that is like, hey, I'm here and uh, emotion- I'm, I'm ready to be vulnerable and grow with you. And that scares the hell out of people that are emotionally unavailable. Um, I don't know if you've ever read the book Attached. No. It's an excellent book. Um, It's about your attachment style. That's actually what led me to get into therapy because um, they were talking about it on a podcast and I'm very interested in a lot of psychology and relationships Mm -hmm. um, just because of what I've seen and what I've been through. And I just really want to understand the mechanics and the skill set needed to be in a a successful relationship. I think Mm -hmm. it's a skill, not necessarily just... Oh, I just happen to be in this relationship, and well, here de- I am. Like it's just, it's you just—it's know. definitely
0: like a mindset you have to have. Yeah, and you have to be very like disciplined, and you have to be responsible, hold yourself accountable. You have to be open and honest, and like uh, like be, I feel like we can do that at, at times, but you have to be like that all the time. I feel like in in like in order for your relationship to be like truly successful,
2: right? And then. Not only do you have to be those things, but you have to choose to be those things. Yes, it's all it's all a choice.
0: Yeah, you think that like
2: you think you're just like going to come across the right person, and then it's going to be effortless. I mean, in a way, it'll be effortless, but there's still going to be effort required. Yeah. Um. So I was reading attached, and it goes into like the different attachment styles. So you have you have secure, anxious, and avoidant. Mm. Uh, your secure people, um, they are. Okay with being close to others. They, um, vulnerability is a strength of theirs. Mm. Um, then you have your avoidant people, and when they get too close to somebody, they start to pull away. Mm. Um, and because, you know, they just, you know, have had, they're like, they're like, that's basically what's gonna happen with like these self soothing children. You know, like when you're a child, that's kind of where it all stems from. It's like the love you received as a child um, in your formative years, you know, um, as an infant, that Mm. really determines like how your brain feels when you are being attached to another human being Mm. because that's what we learn. Um, So like if you were secure, you know, That means when you cried, you were coddled. When you, and not in a bad way. I know when people, they use the term coddled, they think it's negative and it's not Mm -hmm. at all. Um, Being comforted is a good thing.
0: Yeah, And that's
2: something that we as humans need from other humans. Yeah, That's what makes us human. (laughs) 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 Um, So, you know, when they cried or they were upset or sad, like they were comforted, And then they saw their parents comforting each other. Um, A lot of the relationships that they've seen in their lives and experienced as a child have been healthy. Mm. Um, Avoidant, they basically got no care or attention. They basically had to soothe themselves. Mm. They saw parents that weren't very... um, Emotionally available to them, Mm -hmm. and so that's how they just kind of expect things to be. Mm -hmm. So when they get close to somebody, they—it's not—it's a—it's a a foreign concept to them, and they're Mm -hmm. like, "Yeah, I can't do this. That feels very uncomfortable out of my comfort zone." Yeah. Um. And so when they start, you know, like when they start to get close to somebody, they pull away. Yeah. Because they're not
0: used to that. It makes them feel weird. Yeah. They can't deal with it.
2: Yeah. And then I'm going like this whole like psychological spiel, but I promise I have a point. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I might not have a point.
0: I don't know. (laughs) I find it very interesting.
2: Um, And then, you know, you have, you know, they'll do things like they'll idealize um, an ex. For example, they Mm -hmm. didn't realize that the person might not have been great for them, but they, you know, are with this new person and they're thinking, well, if only she were like Shelly. You know, Shelly was great. And they just basically like idealized this other person.
0: Mm.
2: And it is like them subconsciously just like trying to pull away from this new relationship that they're getting a little too close yeah. in.
0: So they basically self sabotage themselves. Self
2: sabotage. Okay. Um, and anxious people, they are, they received a lot of inconsistent love and attention
1: yeah
2: so when somebody doesn't like text them back right away Mm. or they are just busy at work Mm. and they got shit going on and you don't hear from them the anxious person is starting to make up things in their head like oh my god this person is ghosting and this person is whatever um I definitely have a very anxious attachment style.
0: And no, I, I, I like, as you were describing, <laughs> i was like, yeah, that's kind of me in a way. Yeah. So at, at times, yeah.
2: But it's like, um, sometimes I have a hard time being like fully present in my relationships because I remember mm-hmm. you said, you know, like you're always questioning like what that person is doing, and mm-hmm. that's totally me. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I'm currently working on at the okay. moment. Um, but I don't think that i deserve less love it's just i just choose partners that aren't right for me and sometimes i stick by them Mm -hmm. because i don't want to be alone Mm. so i know it's like I can blame like admitting this like on air, (laughs) but but it's true. No, that's real. That's but it's true.
0: Very honest. It's
2: true, and that's just what I'm working on right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, so when I was dealing with that whole situation ship, I was like just there because I was getting attention, and that was really about it.
0: Yeah, Um, and attention feels good.
2: Yeah, and then it's like I'm. I was, it was, it was that inconsistent attention too, Mm. that I was used to. Yeah. And so as an anxious attacher, him being an avoidant Mm. person, um, it, you know, it made sense because in my mind I'm like, well, this is exactly how it's supposed to be. And he probably isn't even avoidant. Actually he probably is. He's like Mm -hmm. my longest relationship was six months. I'm like you're 26 like how was your longest relationship six months i mean sometimes it happens
0: yeah
2: um and there's nothing wrong with that because some people just don't date or they just you know whatever yeah but um yes i mean he would detach and he would ghost and then i would get anxious and Freak out, and then he would come back, and it would be like, you know, it was just a lot of those highs and lows. Did you ever
0: have conversations with him about that, or not really?
2: Um, I would drop things passive aggressively. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta work on that too. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, everybody's a work in progress. Yeah. I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but I think the, the the key thing here is like at least like you know like you've admitted that like hey, you know I'm trying to work on these things. I think that's the first step. Like I think it's bad when like you just keep on doing the same things and you never question it or right. you never try to change right. or anything like that. You just because I feel like then you're just staying like you're you're becoming really mundane in in the in 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 like your. In your ways, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and I feel like life is all about growth, exactly and like going up, upwards, not like downwards or like like flatlining. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So um, I applaud you for that because yeah. I, I mean I learned. Thank you. Some, something new, like I've never uh, heard of those three terms.
2: I'll I'll send you the book. Yeah,
0: definitely send it to me. Like I'm very interested in that because I feel like that describes people in relationships perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. I think
2: sure. I think this would like. I think that book would actually be really good for this podcast. Okay. If you, you know, it's, it's actually really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Ignore the notes that I've written in there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Or you can read them. I don't care. Um, You know, it's whatever. But, um, so he basically like, you know, was really acting very interested in me. Mm. Um, In the beginning? Uh, well, this is what he does is he will start, it's like this pattern I told this person this pattern they're like oh wow that's toxic yeah um but like uh he this was like last december december 2018. okay so not this past december but I guess last year yeah or 2018. yeah 2018. (laughs) It's 2020. I don't, I don't yeah, ever know what day it is. The
0: years are going fast. I
2: know. Right? I was like, damn, I'm 28. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm almost 30. Oh, yeah.
0: Happy belated birthday. Thank too, you. Belated. Thank yeah. you.
2: It was, oh, my God. My birthday is just... I mean, it's very inconvenient because it's Christmas. A week later, it's New, New years, year's, and that's then a birthday. week later, it's my birthday. I'm like, yeah. God, this is exhausting. Like, what do you want to do for your birthday? I'm like, uh-huh. I don't know, get wine drunk in a bowling alley. That's, <laughs> that's what I did this year. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, and then I uh, I took a mini vacation, mini solo vacation. Oh, like
0: California, right? Yes,
2: to, like, to Lake Tahoe. How was that? You got to tell was, me about that. It was gorgeous. Lake Tahoe is just unbelievable i mean tall snow-covered mountains um cute town mm-hmm. um i actually flew into sacramento so i can make the drive oh to Tahoe, nice. it's about almost two hours okay they were like flying to reno i was like yeah but the drive isn't going to be as pretty mm-hmm. you know when you want me to just you want me to take convenience over you know 10 foot tall pine trees Nah. yeah. We're going the other route. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plus, I feel like
0: it gives you, like, time to think. Yeah. And I feel like, um, I, f- I feel like that's the thing. Like, before, like, you can really get into a relationship, like, into a successful one, you have to, like, know yourself and learn yourself and be okay with being by yourself. Yeah. And knowing that that's okay.
2: Right. Um, and <clears throat> I was not okay with being by myself. Mm for a while. That's why I jumped right into like another situationship right after I'd broke, gotten out of a two and a half year relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so after, you know, basically he was acting like super interested in me and when are you coming home and blah, 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 blah. And then I went and sleep with him and then I heard nothing. Mm-hmm. Because I put that boundary in place, and when you put boundaries in place, manipulators do not like you. (laughs) They're like, wait, you mean I don't just have my way? Yeah. Um, And I mean, December 2018, and then we got back in touch, October 2018. So those, this is
0: like the mean gap.
2: That's those are like the gaps that we were dealing with, and that's why I say on and off for two years, because it literally was like. Just, we would have, like, these, like, periods of hanging out and fucking and then nothing Mm -hmm. and then hanging out and fucking and nothing. and, But he does this thing where he, like, will look at my Instagram story and then he'll like a post. Uh, Then he'll like a few more posts. uh, He's like baiting me. Like,
0: get your attention. Get my
2: attention. Replying to my stories. um, Just stupid shit. And, you know, uh In October was kind of like the final straw I was like what am I even doing yeah and I had been in therapy for a while at this point yeah (laughs) yeah, yeah. so he caught me like you know after some you know self-discovery and I took this job as a flight attendant and I mean I just decided to take this opportunity to just travel and be by myself Um, I really needed to because I sat myself down and I was like, I have been, you know, either obsessed with some guy or trying to date some guy, or it's just constant, always about being in a relationship or wanting to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think wanting to be in a relationship is okay, but when it's all you think about and all you want—that's yeah. a little bit of an issue.
0: Yeah, and I agree. So because life is all about balance.
2: Yeah, and I didn't have any, mm-hmm. and so I was like, you know, I'm not gonna date anybody, so I just didn't. I you basically didn't,
0: dated yourself. I
2: basically dated myself. I mean, there's this movie that's out right now. Um, what is it? It's like what was uh, in it? it's about it's like like an Asian family.
0: Oh, Parasite. Yeah. I've heard things about that movie.
2: I want
0: to go see it. I've heard that it's good. And
2: I've automatically, I know I'm so terrible. The Asian family, that one about the, (laughs) there's not many. (laughs) There needs (laughs) to. Yeah, unfortunately. I'm a terrible person. Um, Not really. We all say dumb shit. But anyway, so (laughs) uh, I I thought, I was like, I want to go see that movie. And not once did I think about bringing somebody. I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm just going to go by myself. And,
0: but before you, you would have been like, I need to go with someone. Right. Uh,
2: before I would have been like, I need to go with somebody. I need a friend to go. Like, why would I do that by myself? You know, yeah. why would I take a trip by myself? Because, see, the world
0: makes you believe that that's weird when that's not weird. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. That just means that you're secure and comfortable with yourself. Right. And that's okay.
2: And I enjoy being with myself. Yeah. Um, and. I think another thing, another reason why I took a break from dating um, is because I am not a fan of hookup culture, Mm -hmm. but I felt like I had to be because Mm -hmm. that's how our generation's so like, just fuck and like, don't give a shit. Um, Someone told me they were like, just hop on and who cares? And I'm just like, that's just not for me. And so I had to take a break. From it and I feel like that
0: gets so played out.
2: It's so played out. Yeah. I'm, I'm too old. Yeah. I'm just like, what?
0: Like when you're young, all right, I can see it. But like, as you get older, you're just like, no. Because you're looking for like consistency. I am. You know what I'm sure. saying? Or you're looking for something that's adding to your life. And that does not add to your life. That actually makes your life more complicated and messy, if I'm being honest. But I'm not judging. Yeah. But,
2: no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I totally agree. Well, it, it just makes my life messy.
0: Yeah. I'll say the Yeah. It, it makes, my life.
2: Some <laughs> people...
0: They can function in it. Like, it works. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, I mean...
2: I want... You know, I had to admit that... I had to admit to myself and be authentic with myself. And, you know, make that a part of my boundary and my values. To not be into just mindlessly hooking up with somebody. Um, Yeah, because it's very easy to do. Yeah, it's just like, eh, we fuck. And then, like, you're like, oh, well, uh... Do you really, you know, like this person because of them or are you just kind of, you know, Are you just getting attached. Or are you just getting attached yeah. with some rose tinted glasses and you don't really yeah. know like who they are and it becomes passionate mm-hmm. and then it's like overly passionate and all you guys are doing is having sex and yeah. it's like when do we actually really talk? Like what do we really have in common? Mm-hmm. And um I'm just trying to consciously date right now. Yeah. So I feel you on that. Um And by that, I mean, like, every time I go out on a date with somebody, Mm -hmm. I go home and I reflect. So I go home and I journal about it.
0: That's smart, actually. How
2: did this date make me feel? Uh What is, what is, how do I feel around this person? Um, What values of mine do they share with me and do we hold in common? Yeah. You know, things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, So I, you know, I really just had to be a little bit more grounded when it comes to my values and Mm -hmm. uh, who I was in a dating scenario Mm -hmm. before I could actually go out there and date because I just kind of never really knew.
0: Yeah, because you never asked yourself those important questions. Right. You just were just doing it because that's how things are out here. Right. Which I feel like that's the problem in life. Like we don't sit back to think. We just do, you know, but I think it's important to think. Not overthink, because that's a problem of mine. I tend to overthink. Right, overthink, me too. (laughs) (laughs) But like, yeah, you know, just, just, yeah, just, you know, just ask yourself those questions. Like you said, like, you know, write it down, like talk to somebody, like talk to a therapist or even talk to a friend, but either way, like you you need to like, that structure, you know what I'm saying, like Mm -hmm. that balance. And that's what I'm trying to get towards this year. like my whole thing is like this is a new year, this is a new decade, so I'm trying to be like disciplined and like mm-hmm. challenge myself, and I'm really just want to be the person that I always envisioned in my mind of being. I want to actually be that person instead of just saying like next year or you know when I get older. You know, what I'm right, saying? right. Like, Doing- I'm like no, I want to be that now. Now, Because right. you know, you know, things happen like in like tomorrow's not promised, so you want to take a- each advantage of each moment, each second. To, to, to truly, like, be the best you possibly can.
2: Yeah, and you might not be that right now.
0: Yeah, and that's okay.
2: Yeah, it's because it's all just a process.
0: Yeah, it's like, all about
2: the I think it's about setting, also, you know, setting the intention of wanting to be the better person. It's about being and intentional, And trying yeah. to actively take those steps. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're going to fall back a little yeah. bit. Sometimes you're going to screw up, but we're humans, and yeah. I think you just kind of have to be very gracious towards yourself. Yeah,
0: and don't beat yourself up.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, I th- and
0: I think that's also another thing. You have to learn, like, a, I think a big part of healing is, like, learn to forgive yourself. Not just right. forgiving others, but forgiving yourself.
2: For, yeah, for screwing up. For
0: screwing up.
2: Because we are our own worst critic.
0: I totally agree. Like, I feel like a lot of times we block our own blessings. Mm-hmm. We, we self sabotage ourselves, like, all the time. But, like you said, like, when you spend time by yourself, like, reflecting and journaling, talking to like therapists or, you know, talking to a friend or however you want to do it, like meditating. Right. You start to realize like, all right, this is, these are the patterns. And this is how I possibly can, can like make changes and do things in a better way. Right. I think that's what life is all about.
2: So I have a question for you. Like I know I'm your guest of honor, but let's, let's hear some of your thoughts. So what, like, do you think that, This is a generational issue of just... Because I know you said something about like, you don't like consciously dating and just instead of just doing, Mm -hmm. but thinking about what you're doing. Do you think that we do a lot of that? Do you think we're just so like obsessed with, you know, this, you know, societal, you know, I guess like mantra of or whatever I guess you want to call it of, you know, just be in the moment, be... You know, just do it. If you feel like it, do it. If you feel it, and so I don't think sometimes like whatever we're feeling is always the right thing. Cause it's typically ego. I I so agree. what do you so what do you think about that? It's
0: funny because I used to be one of those like you know do what you naturally feel, and sometimes I am in certain in certain situations. But I remember one of my my friends uh, he actually questioned me on that, mm-hmm. and he told me like what you just said like that's not always like the right thing to do. You know what I'm saying? What you naturally feel like sometimes you should question what you naturally feel so like for me i say you know kind of goes back to like just like just like being balanced and like having an understanding of self yeah and like knowledge of self like i'm big into like i feel like once you're like more spiritually sound um like that like having knowledge of like god whatever god is to you and having knowledge of self i think it's one and the same because mm-hmm. i feel like God lives within you, and once you figure that all out, you have a better understanding of, like, yourself and, like, spirituality, I feel like you have a better understanding of life, so, like, not saying that everything will be perfect after that, but, um, you'll, that understanding will give you, like, some type of peace and calmness, Yeah, and you'll be able to go out in the world and, like things won't bother you as much right. as like maybe say they used to and you'll just have a better understanding of uh how, how things go and as i'm rambling right now i forgot the question you asked, so sorry. <laughs> no i was i
2: was asking um you know like do you think that that's a generational like is that one of the oh, obstacles problem, right? is that one of the obstacles that our generation faces in dating and it's just doing and not thinking about what we're doing and not really being intentional yes. with our dating
0: Yes, because I feel like, like like the previous generations, like they had, like I don't know, at least at, during the times, I feel like they had more... I feel like we all deal with similar things, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I feel like the thing about them is they didn't have as many distractions. Uh-huh. Like nowadays, we have phones, technology, it's like just consumes our lives, so... It leaves us side with side hustles. Yeah, side hustles, you know, hobbies. You gotta hobbies. be like
2: like I don't wanna date him unless he has like three side hustles and yeah, he's just all that crap that does yeah. not
0: matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's like God, we're because boring people.
0: You, yeah. Because <laughs> Actually, it's no, like it's wanted. not about them, it's about like the optics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like at the end of the day, like we have to get away we have to disconnect to reconnect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like disconnect from technology, reconnect with yourself. hmm So you can connect with others. Is there you go? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, I I I, I feel like that's our, our our biggest issue today is that we we just don't know how to disconnect. Yeah. And we just feed into the distractions because it's easy to. Yeah. And because it's it's an escape from reality and sometimes. Like, we don't want to have to deal with reality because reality is just too real. Yeah. So we'll rather, like, go to something that's more fictitious. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. So uh, I really wanted to... Sorry, I remember I told you I was Mm -hmm. seeing somebody. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... um, How's that going? We ended things on Friday.
0: Oh, dang. Yeah.
2: Sorry. It was, but it was different because he, because I was, you know, like talking to my therapist and I was like, you know, I just don't want this whole, like, I don't want to just hook up with somebody just to hook up with them. Yeah. And he was very much like that. Mm. And I didn't know how the hell to handle it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, what? It mm-hmm. doesn't, it's state number five. Like, why haven't we you know, had sex yet. Like that's yeah. the timeline. You know, you go on five dates and you're like, okay, well, I mean, they're not ghosting me by now. So yeah, I guess they must like you. Yeah, <laughs> all right. And, uh, but, um,
0: but he wasn't like that though.
2: No. Oh, interesting. He was okay. like, I don't want to hook up unless I'm like exclusive with somebody. Hmm. I'm like Okay. Huh. Okay. I respect it though. I, uh, yeah,
0: I, I respect, mean, I respect anytime people can be disciplined. Um, and not go with the norms, uh-huh. because that that takes a different level of like <laughs> discipline, to be honest.
2: Right. Um. But uh, yeah, we just didn't
0: didn't click in that way.
2: You know, I don't really. I'm still kind of processing. <laughs> yeah, <I feel> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I, this happened Friday. Yeah. Um, I'm still processing
0: uh, some things. So you decided to end it with him, or he? he or it was like a mutual thing.
2: He wanted to. All right, so we started dating in like mid October.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
2: So we went on a date, and then I was like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he's just. Did you meet him
0: like through the apps? Yeah, I met him on Hinge. Hinge. Oh, yeah. You told me. If
2: anybody, listen.
0: (laughs) Hinge is the one. (laughs) Screw Bumble.
2: Tinder, what the hell? Nobody's even on Tinder. Yeah. Who cares about this damn Dolly Parton challenge? Like, I don't oh, know. Oh, is that where it got started? Well, yes. Yeah, that's what they call it. It's like the Do- the Dolly Parton challenge. Uh-huh. And it's like LinkedIn, Facebook, yeah, Instagram. Instagram. Those. Those and I'm funny. like, they use Tinder. Like, out of all the dating sites, they use
0: Dolly Parton. Tinder, Tinder. And then Tinder's like the lusty picture.
2: Yeah, Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tinder. <laughs> oh,
2: Tinder. Anyway, um, I actually, funny story mm-hmm. uh, my roommate and I. Okay. We um, got bored, and we were like, uh, "Let's make a fake Tinder profile.
0: Oh, a funny good. one. That sounds so, fun."
2: So we both made one, and we found okay. these like really ugly pictures of ourselves, uh, and like put it up there. And you want to see
0: if you guys would get matches?
2: Yes, I have never gotten so many matches in my life. Really? <laughs> right. And he said he he put that he went to Agnes Scott. I was like, you went to. <laughs> for those of you don't know what Agnes Scott yeah. is, it is an all, all girls, girls college. Yeah. So you definitely
0: did not go there.
2: <laughs> definitely didn't go there. And I, put, I went to DeVry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not trying to hate on DeVry, but yeah, like, yeah, no, no, no. if your if your college is advertised during like Maury or like after Judge Judy, like uh, maybe it's yeah. not as great of a school.
0: <laughs> uh, Strayer University, right? Strayer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Westwood uh, that's don't knock it don't knock Westwood yeah, yeah, people knock out there it. trying to hustle
0: no offense no offense no offense, no offense.
2: Um, <laughs> just I'm, all jokes I'm in like mountain, I'm like mounting debt and I don't work in my profession <laughs> yeah so <laughs> I can't talk shit yeah, you get,
0: we can't really say anything <laughs>
2: yeah so um, yeah but we we did that it was really funny um, and this guy like tried to sell me weed through the app and I was like you're such a narc like why oh, would wild. I why would I be like yeah Come over and pick, let me pick up some weed. No, the yeah. cops show up at my house. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I'm to not set taking. You
2: up. I'm, all right, I was like, I'm not taking this bait. He's like, hit me up if you want some loud. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna exit this app real quick. <laughs> I
0: haven't heard it all now. I know smart.
2: people trying to sell weed through Tinder. <laughs> like, I'm gonna need y'all to chill. I know the hustle yeah. is like, <laughs> it's like real out there, mm-hmm. but dude, come on. Yeah, right? I'm
0: saying. <laughs> That's interesting. Sell through Insta. Yeah, at least, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, you, that's funny. Through Tinder.
2: Um anyway. Yeah. So I don't even know the hell I was talking about. We were
0: talking about um Oh, how you met 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 the guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. So uh we went on some dates mm-hmm. and I just felt like the entire time I felt like I was just questioning everything i was like is this guy into me i was yeah. just very like very like overly analytical
0: okay.
2: um and he basically was like you know i want to see you more than just you know once every other week yeah but you know this job yeah. i work on weekends yeah he has a nine to five okay and so he's only available really on weekends Yeah. i'm in decatur he lived all the way out in duluth <laughs> And worked in Smyrna.
0: <laughs> he was always on the road. <laughs> so
2: I'm like, someone was like, yeah, that's long distance. <laughs> I mean, And we're yeah, in Atlanta, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I can't date anybody unless they live in the perimeter, basically. Yeah,
0: in the metro area.
2: Right. So um, he was just like, you know, I want to talk about our relationship. Um, I don't want to move forward romantically because I feel like, um, we were good, we were going good at one point, uh-huh. but then it just kind of started to drop off. And um, now I don't know, he was like, You know, I don't want to be in like a half ass thing. And he wasn't know,
0: willing to like kind of work, give you a chance, work it out. <laughs> Let me just, yeah, you know, okay, continue this,
2: bullshit. okay. So, I guess, I mean, and he was just like, You know, I only see you. He's like, weekends just work best for me. And I'm mm. just like thinking, I was like, why can't you just say, I mean, you're probably just not that into me. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That's, that's, yeah, that's I what just, it kind of sounds like. Right. And I'm just like, okay, so you're just. He's so, lost
0: interest, basically.
2: Right. He's lost interest. It's been, you know, three months. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really go on that many dates, though, because well, I mean, we went we on about like around like 10 dates, which is, oh, okay. a, which is a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. I'm like. He's like, oh, you know, after Christmas, I started to, you know, whatever. And I was like, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're not even listening at this
2: point. <laughs> right. And I don't know, dude. So yeah. that, but I mean, it, you know, I'm still trying to process that, but it was, it was a decent experience yeah. and I thought it was cool that he wasn't into the whole like cooking up thing and.
0: Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's very, um different different yeah yeah i applaud him for that so, one so hopefully he I mean, finds what he's looking for eventually
2: right yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean because like honestly like i used to like get down on myself sometimes when things didn't work out with people i really liked but then i realized like looking back on it it's all about compatibility yeah. a lot of those people i just wasn't really that compatible with it was really like infatuation
2: yeah
0: you know what i'm saying so it's like when things happen like that yeah it might suck in the moment but just realize that something better out there for you
2: for sure um but what is what do you think is more important in a relationship is it practicality is it chemistry and practicality meaning compatibility and if it is compatibility what what do you consider compatibility
0: that's funny because i was having this conversation yesterday yeah and with with my friends that are married and Um, Compatibility, I don't know, it's like a mixture of things from what we were having the conversation based off of yesterday. It was, it's about like a little bit of chemistry and it's also about like kind of putting in that effort like we were talking about earlier, like being like that fit for each other. Like, so it's kind of like a feeling and it's kind of like a, like you guys want the same similar lifestyle and you guys have like, you know, Similar like ambitions and aspirations, but it doesn't have to necessarily be the same. But it's just the fact that you guys are working towards something together, and right. you, you want to do it together, and you guys want to be committed to each other. And so it's really I, at the end of the day, I guess it's really like a an agreement, like an understanding. Like
2: a, like, it's a choice. It's a, it's a choice. It's
0: all a choice. It's all a choice. So it's like you know. Because it's like Yeah you could choose A person But they might not Choose you back Right You know what I'm saying (laughs) So So like yeah It really Comes down to The choices You know what I'm saying And At the end of the day You can't um, Force it It just has to Kind of just Come natural Yeah Unfortunately Well not Not unfortunately Fortunately Yeah Because you don't want to be With anybody Where it's one sided Right You want that person To love you As much as you love them Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying And any other way is just a disservice to your you and your, your time and energy. You yeah know what I'm saying so yeah. Uh but, you know, I would say definitely like choose wisely. Like For we've sure. been saying, like think about it. Um, you know, uh at, like get other people's opinions. Because sometimes you could be blinded, bring people like around others that you trust, get their opinions. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day you have to be careful of who you invite into your life. Yeah. And because you never know, like, that could be the end of you. You never know. Right. Like, I mean, not to get too morbid or anything, but like, you definitely have to guard your energy and, um, and, and all of that because like, you know, your time is valuable. Your energy is valuable. Mm-hmm. Everything about you is valuable. And once you realize that, then you won't like, you'll be okay when things like don't work out. Cause you're just like, it just wasn't worth my time anymore right and you just use it as a lesson learned
2: yeah for sure i really enjoyed um the experience because it's like a really like positive dating experience yeah. for sure because
0: it was a lot better than your previous yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying so you know um and, and and that factor it was like yeah this is like you know because that was a negative so it was nice to go from a negative to a positive right you know what i'm saying so no yeah I mean, I'm pretty sure it sucked, though.
2: Yeah. It did, but at the same time, like, I think when you are um, out there dating mm-hmm. and, you know, it doesn't quite work out mm-hmm. the way that you want it to, um, I think it, it really, you know, I think you just really learn about what you like and what you don't like. Yeah. And you're like... What you're willing to tolerate. Right. And so, you know, I know my job isn't desirable. Yeah. And maybe we would have had a little bit better of a chance if, you know, we were working with similar schedules. Yeah. And then the distance. Like, he's far. Yeah. He was pretty far. Yeah. And so we didn't really see each other often.
0: Yeah.
2: And so it was kind of like and then he just also i feel like wasn't putting in effort mm-hmm. to rearrange his schedule yeah. to hang out with me
0: and see i like as you've been talking i've been thinking about this like i feel like in a way people just they want things that just come easy sometimes and like it takes work like like all good things come to those who wait like i feel like also it's a part of him like, it's about being patient, too. Like, everything right. just doesn't happen the way you want it. And because of that, because it's not perfect, you just, like, give up on it. I feel like that's a big problem.
2: Yeah, that is a big and problem. it's
0: very annoying, you know?
2: I just kind of felt like, well, I was wanting to continue. Yeah. I understand that we hadn't been um, seeing each other all the time. Yeah. But I was like, I mean, this guy's still pretty cool. I still enjoy his company. Yeah.
0: You were still I'm, willing to work at it.
2: Right. You yeah. know, because I was like, okay, well, if I'm, we're mutually interested in each other, and, you know, we just, him and I, I think, had like a good bit of values in common.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Which uh, is important. Which is very important. And we like to do the same kinds of things. Um, yeah, there might be like some differences, but yeah. no one's going to be exactly like exactly. you. Exactly. No. And I think that's. And also,
0: that would be kind of boring.
2: That would be so boring. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, well. Hmm. I'm dating myself. <laughs> exactly. If I'm just going to date myself, then I'm going to, like, I, yeah. not. uh no. might as well be
0: alone if you're going to date yourself.
2: Right, exactly. Um, and, you know, I just, I don't know, like, I could just tell, like, our last date before Friday, it was, like, yeah. things were a little off. I was like... Mm. He felt like
0: he was already kind of feeling
2: it. Yeah, and I was just like, he was like, well, you know, I'll see you when I see you. I'm just like, dude, chill. Like, yeah. you know what job I have. Like, yeah. we've talked about this. Okay. And he was like, I want to see you Sounds more. Sounds like he was
0: in his in his feelings.
2: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what that was going on. But he was just like, uh, um, first he would say, you know, I want to see you more than just every other weekend. And then we mm. talked about Something else, and then he'd be like, you know, once a week is good. And then now it's like, well, I want to see my partner multiple times a week. I'm like,
0: huh?
2: <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. I don't know. And um, we'll we'll probably overanalyze this off the air because yeah. you're my favorite overanalyzing buddy. Because <laughs> um, y'all, Anzel and I, like, <laughs> we sit there, we're like picking apart like every little Everything. thing because
0: we're both overthink
2: they're both overthinkers yeah. um but you know but um i mean if, i mean he's not into it he's not into it yeah what what i'm gathering is uh i mean i don't know he might just have his own shit too
0: yeah yeah and, some, and, and you never know would you be willing to give it a chance later on or no are you one of those people where you don't like to go backwards just only forward
2: um I don't see the thing about second chances mm-hmm. is I don't I'm not against them yeah. but I think I need to create like a bit of a boundary with certain with like second yeah. chances you can't let
0: too many people come back
2: I before. can <laughs> well that and yeah. you can only give somebody so many chances yeah like yeah, with yeah. That guy I was telling you about on and off for two years, like I gave yeah, him too many chances. Yeah, he didn't ghost me. So, yeah. if he ghosted me, mm-hmm. then screw him. Yeah. I'm not. Because I think that's rude. That's so rude. Super rude. I know you don't owe anybody anything. But,
0: yeah. Still but rude. you could
2: just still, be, like, I don't ghost anybody. Yeah, me, me. Um, Okay, like sometimes I will. Some, I did ghost. And it's not like I I meant to. 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 (laughs) I mean, everybody's ghosted somebody.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What do you really think about?
2: (laughs) I'm ghosted. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry to those who I've ghosted. But I try try not to because I know Mm -hmm. how much it sucks. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate him not ghosting me. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And um, so anyway, but basically, uh, I mean, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And I think I'm not gonna give him a second chance like tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, maybe a few months down the line yeah, or and that's okay. What if like a year passes and then we like what if we like run into each other? Yeah,
0: you reconnect. Yeah. yeah.
2: Then yeah, sure, why yeah. not? But right now I'm just kind of I'm on I'm kind of back on the apps and back on the apps. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, hey Stephanie, I appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Yes. And good um, talk. Until next time. Just like that, we're back. I want to thank Stephanie for coming on the podcast today and being so open and honest and candid about, you know, love and relationships and and dating in this day and age. And just everything that comes with getting to know someone. Uh, I I was really able to relate with a lot of things you were saying, and I think our listeners will be, too. So I, I just want to say thank you again. Going forward, I just want to let everyone know out there that the next episode will be our season finale of season two. So please go back and check out all the other episodes that we've done this season. Uh, it's been a lot. Uh, this let's see, I think we did our first episode for season two back in last year of April uh, with my boy Jordan. So uh, it's a lot of content, but um, and if and if you have checked it out already, please you know go back and and check it out again. <laughs> I would really appreciate that, and if you share share it with a friend or a family member, or co-worker, wh- whoever you you think uh, would enjoy it. I would really appreciate that. But um, the next episode for our season finale, uh, I will have uh, two of my good friends, uh, Derek and Angela Bo, uh They've been married for a little over a year now, and uh, they they share a lot of great insight about you know married life and and, and what it you know it's like being married, uh, how to prepare for for you know spending the rest of your life with someone and just things to look for and it's a really insightful conversation. I think you all will really enjoy it. So. That will be coming out within the next few weeks. So definitely stay tuned for that. But as far as this episode goes, we're going to end it off right with a song by yours truly. And also with my boy, the 90s. This is 808s and Heartbreak Remix. And uh, until next time, y'all, peace and love. This has been another episode of Things to Keep in Mind.
1: But you know, you did wrong. Now I got a little burn. Just a lesson learned. I got this icebox where my heart used to be. Someone call one because it's an emergency. You have my love, but now it's over a Play ain't a and through. Player 808 said, heartbreak to get over here i feeling like Drake in Marvin's room in Marvin. like I ate away said heartbreak So get over, get over I should've seen the writing on the wall When you text me But you usually call Now I look like a fool Screaming out My love How could you do this to me? My love, I thought we were meant to be My love, now you don't mean nothing to me You had my love, but now it's over Playing 808s and heartbreak to get over you You have my love but now there's the remix So I'm gonna let 90 say something cause I'm over it To have seen.